What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Player One vs. the World Strange Cast. I am one of your hosts, Adnan. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Adam, you're here. How are you? I'm here. I'm present. I am playing the Xbox game, you know? It's just like it is what it is. We're champions out here. But how are you doing? I'm very good, man. Um, I kind of fast forward that introduction because there's a big episode ahead. Very big episode. If you've been listening to our show, we were basically planning out to do uh, two review segments for this month, which are going to include the Life is Strange Remaster Collection. We're going to do Life is Strange 1 as a separate episode, and we'll be doing BTS as another episode. Um, and for context as well, we're going to be, the show's going to be going through a bit of a reformat in the next couple of weeks slash months in terms of we're going to move away from Zoom. We record these on Zooms and the audio is not the best. We've had some people ask us to kind of like explore other places and obviously I love feedback and we've kind of talked about it and we feel like it's best as well because we put so much investment into the show. Um, it's best to kind of move on from this platform. So I'm going to let Adam talk first in a minute because I feel like I want to give him the floor first because I usually just ramble off about Life is Strange 1. And as you've probably seen this title, I imagine is going to be spoilers. We're going to go through the full thing. Life is Strange Remasters collection to be out for, you know, the game, the actual games in the remaster collection to be out for a long time. Um, but before I let Adam talk, um, I played this on PlayStation 5 and Adam played it on Xbox X, Xbox One X. Xbox One X. So it's like in between the previous gen and this gen. So it's like that weird, yeah. Yeah, so before I let him talk as well, we're going to go through some news which was released by the Life is Strange Twitter, um, Twitter page, Facebook page. And so four days ago, we we're recording on Monday. This will be out on Wednesday, hopefully. They posted, we are aware that players have been running into some bugs whilst playing the Life is Strange Remaster Collection. I want to assure you that we are looking into all reports and working hard on upcoming patches. You can expect to see a patch roadmap in upcoming blogs soon. For now, we are happy to share preliminary details, fixes for crashes experienced in bts are ep1 on ps4 are submitted for testing and will be deployed in a patch once they are approved from approval to release uh, this will be this will take several working days a fix has also been submitted for the visible subtitle strings slash missing subtitle issue oh god um, on all platforms and will be deployed once it is tested and approved a temporary workaround is is to change your subtitle language in the pause go into the setting menu and then change it back. I didn't know that actually, but there you go. Um, discolored character shaders in BTS remaster collection. A fix has been identified and is undergoing testing for a second patch. In the meantime, exit and restart the game to fix the issue. We can also confirm that a 60 frames per, mo- frames per second mode will be coming to Life is Strange remastered for PS5 and Xbox Series X in a later patch. Um, so that's one update that they gave. And before we jumped onto this actual episode they released another one so they put uh, new patches are available for life is strange remastered on playstation and steam containing a global fix of subtitles displaying incorrectly playstation and steam steam and brackets and the first fixes to lighting and contrast in darker areas and um, we did confirm that it's not on xbox yet adam was looking because he just finished episode five before we came on here so his, his memory is very fresh on all the things that have been happening yeah. i finished all five episodes a couple of days ago um and in this as well they put we will be sharing a um patch roadmap for further patches for the collection of the next few days however we can confirm that stability fixes for before the storm remastered on ps and now in submission we'll update you on the release uh, release timings for the, that patch when we have them etc etc um so that is just a quick update that we've got on the remaster collection obviously you probably have your own opinions on this it's going to be a beefy episode but like i said i will give adam the floor adam i'm gonna let you take it first Okay, so very first thing i'll say is that again you know i played on previous gen xbox and for the first four episodes, I didn't experience really 
any bugs, anything. Like all these people were talking about uh, T posing, uh, Max. They were talking about the subtitles. They were even talking about um, like Adam, even you got this. Uh, you played on PlayStation. The um, uh, you cannot rewind this further, and that's a state on. None of that for me. I didn't get any T posing. The subtitles worked just fine. I never got that stuck thing. Um, I never even really got like game crashes. My game never crashed. So for me, my perspective was like, wow, this is a pretty well polished remaster. Like, and I'm not saying it was perfect. Like, there was definitely some like kinks in there. Like every every once in a while, there were some loading screens. I was like, oh, okay. But in terms of a remaster, on my perspective, I was like, oh, it's fine. But I would go on Twitter and Adnan, you would DM me like, like, what is this crap? What is this? What, 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 blimey. <laughs> it's like, it's bl bloody hell. It's all this stuff. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything. But I don't know. I just didn't see anything. But for me, I played this through and I had a lot of fun. I thought the fac facial animations were just top tier um top class if if you will uh and it was it was a, it was a really a well play a well rounded playthrough and then the last thing i'll say i did mention episodes one through four were not that bad for me um <laughs> episode five which i just beat because this weekend i was just working a lot i couldn't even play at all um so I just beat it. <laughs> Episode five was a massive, just a massive buggy mess to the point where I almost just gave up. Like I just said, I almost texted you, Adnan, and just been like, you know what? I'm not even going to beat this. Like I'm just not because one, <laughs> it, it glitched, it froze at some point, like halfway through the game. And then I quit the game, restarted it. And it took me to like near the beginning of the episode. I was like, what? I was like, mm. I was so sad. And then there was one point I texted you that um, like I got stuck in the time loop. You probably got in the same time loop stuck. Uh, Which one was this that you got stuck in? In front of the two whales, the one I texted you? No, so I got stuck in the one, um, is it before two whales? It's where you, you have to flip the switch. And the guy can get electrocuted. Oh. There, I got stuck. It's like he, yeah. she just kept so rewinding. Area. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same area, and I got stuck in like a time loop where I like reround time, but it wouldn't go back. I'm like, okay. And then even worse, there were two scenes, very important scenes, where the sound just it cut off. It just eh, it cut off. One being like on the beach, and like um, with the storm coming in, and I no sound. No sound whatsoever, just captions, which my captions work just fine. And then the second scene is when, you know, when I uh, inevitably sacrifice Chloe. <laughs> and so like that scene following and I, um, you know, had Chloe shot, you know, is what it is, you know, um, you know, uh, Pompidou over Bay. But that whole scene, no sound. Music played, thankfully, but no, no sound. It was crazy. So fine for me up until episode five that's where i'll end it up yeah it's um like i said i know that there's been such a very very divided view on the um the collection and like i'm trying to move my biases aside in terms of like where it's i stand on certain mixed. things yeah, yeah it's very mixed and i feel like i'm going to kind of start on the point where this is actually going to be my, towards my final point that i'm going to put but i'm going to move it to the front which is 
So like there were some people like kind of saying that they, you know, that Square Enix are really distancing themselves from Don't Nod's games and like, you know, they wouldn't celebrate the seven year anniversary and that's where I feel and stuff. It's like, it's a weird number seven. You don't really celebrate seven. You celebrate one, five, yeah. ten, you know, you go in numerical order like that. It's kind of like to do that. And even Don't Nod only, I think recently acknowledged seven year anniversary. It's just, it's just not, um, it's not necessarily a date that's kind of like sticking out for a seven year anniversary. Yeah. So that was really my issue. But what I kind of got was when I got to the seven year anniversary, I was like, so where I stood on this game was basically this should have been released three years from now mm-hmm. on the 10 year anniversary. It shouldn't be called Life is Strange Collection because for me, that only kind of sends a more negative message about Life is Strange 2 because they, they clearly don't, they seem to have squashed it so much. Um, in terms of like, oh, three years from now, they could have remastered the second one. Yeah, exactly. It's like, in terms of like, that's where my position is on like Life is Strange 2, where I think like Square Enix just doesn't really disregard it compared to the Max and Chloe story arc. It should be released three years from now as Life is Strange remastered colon the Arcadia Bay collection. So you basically have the suffix or you have the Max and Chloe story, whatever you want to make it. I'm going there as that kind of person, you know, think he's smart or whatever. But it should have been yeah. that. It should have been built for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and um, Nintendo Switch with a port version that goes to PS4 and um, Xbox um, Xbox One and the older consoles because that in itself makes the big issue for me. Why are we getting a remaster for a game that is on the exact same platform? It was made for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, all those, and it was ported onto the old consoles as well. Yeah. I'm not I'm not one of those purists who say, why are we remastering things? I'm sorry if you don't work, if you've not seen the gaming industry for many, many years, you've opened this floodgate. You wanted one remaster, you get a yeah. million now. It's just the way that the game works. Like, you know, that's how the industry works. But yeah. for me, that was where I saw this because this is like, it, that in itself, my argument sums it up because that's where I sit on it. It's almost like a beautiful mess, this a little bit. Because it's like, there's, it's, it was it was a, a good experience in terms of like, I played it again. I remember how great the game is. Like, and even Ashley Birch, like, I forgot how good her performance is. Like, Jesus Christ. She's so Actually good. Actually without an E. Without an E, which, um, yeah, um, I think you probably noticed that in the BTS credits, some of you. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed it. And obviously the, the facial animations are outrageously good. That was like, as I said before, lip syncing was a huge issue. Mm-hmm. But the amount of like things that are happening on it, like my kind of sum- summary would be, I wouldn't have bought this if I wasn't doing this po- uh, podcast this channel i would just want to have paid for the yeah. money for it i would have waited for it to drop a lot because like it's it's fatally flawed it's got so many littered with bugs it's so many bugs and like especially if you play on playstation it, it's yeah. insane yeah. I, I, I hit one every single way like and i'm seeing like every single way like i even i thought i was going crazy at one point in which i only looked through the facebook comments and someone actually said what i said so like in the ending scene of the first episode where Max and Chloe are standing there at the lighthouse and everything's going on. The, mm-hmm. fra- the, the it, go, it reverts back to the original. So you, you lose yeah. all the remaster. It, it just completely changes. I remember watching it. It's like, you know, you see Max's face all updated and stuff. Then it just cuts and it like, goes back to the original one. I'm like, hang on a minute. What's yeah. going on there? So it's like so, that. Oh, sorry, let me no. ask you then. Um, so from, from my playthrough, just to, just to give a ratio of like what I said in terms of my bugs, I want to get your ratio. My, I would say between like, like 15 and 15%, I would say 15 to 20% was like buggy, right. In some sort of fashion, but I would, I would steer towards my being like 15% of my game through was buggy. What would you say your percentage was? Probably in the full pray through, maybe 25, 30%, if not more. 25, 30. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, that's what it sounds like yeah yeah it, there was like there was a lot of issues including i think even like if, since, if some of you play it like there were lines that appeared around the boxes 
like like static yeah, lines, like TV. That's the other glitch I didn't get. I didn't get those lines. What you know what I got? Um, I got so when my lines, I forgot to take a picture for you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but my lines, if I'm if I'm doing this box right here, so there'll be lines like around this corner of the screen, but it'd be almost like um like a light kind of effect. It was like a light effect. But then that translated well for the Xbox, but apparently for the PlayStation, you got like these glitchy little weird broken lines. I was like, oh man, that sucks. Because I got lines, but they were light effects. Yeah, like like as I said, like if you're watching on, on YouTube now, you'll see the video boxes that way. Like on the, the right-hand side where I'm pointing now, there's like a line that come across, I think when I was in Dave Madison's garage. Mm-hmm. Dave Madison, yeah, enclosed garage, there's like one here. And then in later yeah. seeing the bottom line, appeared and it was so so weird like seeing those i was like it just yeah it detracts from the experience for me like as soon as i see little things like that apologies bar um you know when right. you see like little things like that um pop up they kind of ruin the experience for me i like i think like for me as well i, I see like a, there's a really for me like a really nasty part of the community where they basically just want to shut on deck nine for every opportunity i think oh, like yeah. if, if you're one of those people you really are a horrible person i don't ever want you on my channel or anywhere near because i'm calling them out because it's like these people are still developers at the end of the day. And we always know that the, there's a, you know, a developer who started this series. Like you, everyone loves Don't Know This Game. Do they set the precedent with, with Life is Strange? But these people are just like slating the hell out of them. And it's like, they don't even yeah. think about like, you know, the fact that there was a pandemic going on. So in terms of, I know this is not defending like, you know, them putting out a shoddy product. This, I'm saying like there's a pandemic right. going on. They had to change True Colors development. That obviously quite changed quite a lot. At the same time, the studio is making the expanse as well with Telltale, which we found out recently. Mm-hmm. they're obviously getting piled on with this to make the remaster collection. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. And I think like from a strategy point, like Square Enix to launch this product, the state that it's in, this is like the biggest whiff here for me where I was like, right, this, this is one of the many issues that happen. And you'll see as this episode goes on, I've kind of structured the, um, the episode around um, Michelle's tweets, which you'll see he's given very interesting perspectives and very good perspectives as well. And, yeah. and he's, and, and I don't think in any way, shape or form his, his tweets can never be seen as a bad kind of way. He is the co-director on the original game. And I think it's, it's just, I like seeing his perspective of what he's actually said about certain things. And he's agreed, disagreed, you know, and it's, it's really, as I said, very enlightening. So we'll kind of run you through those if you haven't seen them. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, this is my problem with it. So it's like, I'm, I'm enjoying the facial animations. It's so lovely. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like some yeah. of the scenes are just like so great. And even like some of the scenes when they're like, you, you look at what they've actually done to some of the scenes, the lighting, the textures, and like it works. But then other scenes, it doesn't. It's like they've upped the resolution in one scene. And then like in a moment, Max might lean yeah. her face in the side. And it goes dark, but then the lighting hasn't impacted it. And it yeah. just seems like there's always like a one or two issues that's like spliced into every other scene. It's like, hang on a minute. This is kind of like really distracting. I think like if you go to the scene with like, you know, where you spill Frank's beans. It's great. It looks so good in the remaster. It looks really good in the remaster. But yeah. then there's like other scenes where in like episode five, when you like, um, you know, just like, oh, there's so many little bugs and stuff. And we're, we've only played the first um, game we, we had. Me and you haven't touched before yeah. the storm. And we, we know there's certain things that have changed, including even like the coloring and like the before storm logo on the main menu. They've changed that. Um, and we know other little things as well because we've, we've seen people tweet about it, but we'll, we'll bring in other Life is Strange 1 stuff into that conversation when we get to it. We kind of mm-hmm. want to just address this animal because it's quite big. But yeah, I, I was just, I, it just felt that. It's just that because as I said, big shout out to the animation crew. You know, the, the people who in the motion capture team were wonderful you know the web was on r&d i can't remember who the actual motion capture um director was for this it's a woman 
Um, I do apologize for that, but she was she was brilliant. You know, we've had Anastasia came back for her. You know, she did some of the um, facial uh, facial animations for it, um, and you know, a lot of other people came back for Megan Elizabeth Kelly, Rihanna DeVries, like they all came back for it, and it does show as well. It really makes some of those scenes really like impactful. But and I feel like I've really addressed the other issues, some of the changes they made. But like that was for me the highlight. If anything out of the package, it was the, the it was the actual the big issue that me as the reviewer in 2015 as I was literally in every single review I was writing, lip sync, lip sync, lip sync, like, you know, highlighting it yeah. repeatedly. And even Dona tried to fix it, but they just couldn't because it didn't do facial capture. They only did the motion capture, body motion capture with all the actors. So like that was the issue that they addressed it. But we bring in all these other issues that come into it. I'm like, oh. Even artist direction that they, they kind of like took on their own, not even just glitches, but the artist direction where you'll, you'll probably get into some of the tweets with Michelle code saying like, um, we did that on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's an incredible artist. He's an incredible artist. His his art style is very distinct. Like, so for example, I'm going to take you back to the first scene. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry. First episode. When you leave the Blackwell for the first time, you've done all the original stuff. You walk out, it looks quite nice in certain places, but if you walk all the way to the end, Mm-hmm. and then just watch it you see like the kind of distance to try and build the school it's like you know they've got track and field and stuff in the track and field on the right hand side it's like little blobs running which is might be like actual people but it's like yeah. little blobs i was watching it. i was like this is an example where the distinct art style for a game that's basically only seven years old mm-hmm. that's only been remastered on the same console that you basically move from unreal engine three to four as part mm-hmm. of this you haven't really been able to address those kind of issues because like they built it in such a certain aesthetic it makes it hard because like, I think like they, I think the, the mind and vision of Square Enix was to make this like true colors because like true yeah. colors looks very, you know, it's like, it's got the aesthetic of like a, a, um, you know, like almost like an, you know, quote unquote current gen game. Like, you know, the building up, like kind of like, Ooh, look at it's like motion capture and stuff like this. And then there's this distinct art. Style, but it's not as distinct as the don't not style because they were obviously right. doing it. And I think like, if you watch some of the director's commentary, Michelle's very specific about certain things that he says in there. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but he was very specific about the way that they did certain things. Yeah. So you, you spot about that. And that's where the big issue is. So basically you're enhancing certain things. And it's weird because like, Oh, you know, you think back Adam. The, it was the episode before um, this one was about, you know, should we be worried about a Life is Strange Remastered collection? And you even bought yeah. a definitive trilogy of GTA and some of the yeah. issues they had when they up, up, upscaled resolution to everything. And then all the other issues that side kind of appear because you're basically changing a lot. Um, and like for me, I've always said that the benchmark is uh, Bluepoint Games for remasters. They've, they're just unbelievable studio. Like what they do with the MGS remaster collection with like all the others, they basically ported things and then just enhanced everything. And like didn't really change a lot of things. This is kind of like changing a lot. And in that you are going to impact artist direction, um, you know, a director's vision you know and this is where like for me when i was like scrambling through michelle's tweets i was like i want to see what he says because this is interesting yeah. he hasn't played the game he specifically says in one of the tweets he hasn't played the game and we'll go into some of the tweets but um, i'm going to add you on to any fails do you have anything to chime in at this point um in terms of artist direction they made oh. warren way less creepy and i was very sad about that i was very upset because it's like oh my goodness there are some things that we're taken out of Warren's little context here. Like for, for example, and I was very upset about this because it's one of my favorite lines because I laugh every single time when you're going into the parking lot, the first time to give Warren the flash drive, right. In the first episode, um, if you just stand there, right. If you just stand there and just like, you don't talk to Warren, Warren's just like, get over here. 
get over here. Come, come over here. He doesn't say anything. There's one particular line where he actually says, Max, come over here, please. And he says it like so creepy and cringy. And it's just like, Ugh. and I, I love the line to death. Like to, it's to my soul. I want to tattoo it on my arm here. Like, I like, come over here, please. Um, they took that out. And there's another scene where uh, Warren will start saying things, but he doesn't say that. Come over here, please. So there's a couple things that they take out of this where they make Warren a little less creepy. And I found this out. Um, I saw down the bombs picture and then I, I tested it myself on my Xbox because everybody's doing PlayStation. Uh, And indeed on the second episode where you can look out the window and Warren's kind of like, peeking through like like he, he's trying to watch you through your window he's a shadow like you don't see warren he's just like like a black shadow you don't know who it is mm-hmm. so it's like it's one of those things that like yeah i get it you don't want to make men look creepy but that's his context like that is his character he is creepily involved yeah, with yeah. max which is why i think a lot of people want Max to end up with Chloe because Warren is such a creep to the point where in episode five, there's an optional photograph where you're going through like the whole dream sequence. And um, like, you're trying to dodge people in the locker room, Mm -hmm. you get to Warren's locker and you open it up and there's always cut out photos of Max's face on bikini models. And then a, like almost like a voodoo doll of Max. That's Warren. Warren is a creep. And I feel like some of that was taken out. I, it might be just some. It might be just me going crazy, but I think they made him less creepy. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I think they've definitely made him less creepy. Like he's he's intentionally creepy. More so when I went back and played this game, like when I when he rapidly texts you and you see mm-hmm. it, I just I felt like very different from compared to when I played it like seven years ago. I just remember him like you know when he's texting me this time, I'm like this guy is like really thirsty and a lot thirsty. And like with Life of Strangers games, especially the Donut ones, they don't really. You know, it's not always about love, love and like emotion, emotion, like you said, like that kind of thing where they want you to kind of like almost like, you know, go back to Chloe, like Chloe's being such a negative kind of like, you know, character that maybe you see right. Max with Warren, but like it's not even even hinted at that because like Max's ambiguity of like her sexual preference is so like kind of like there and, you know, it kind of says like with Chloe, she's interested, but it's like, wait a minute, like they're never really direct with it. And it, I think it's even probably representative of how Max is portrayed as well as a character. Like when you find out like, you know, about... um I think like the kind of like hint about autism and stuff in the actual like game, like, you know, there's, there's a kind of like, there's a, there's a very, she's a very well-written character and a very, very um, great character in terms of like, you could basically break it apart and like write feces on it because like the way that they've depicted her um, kind of fits in the story. And I feel like with you, what you said is like, I don't mind certain things being changed. I'm not always like kind of that person where I remember everything sure. about Life is Strange one, but that one was a bit weird. I feel like that's something that's, there's, I don't know who, maybe it's even an executive decision to kind of do that. Cause like Warren's, from what I read in the Vicelli series comics, like he's nowhere near as creepy, like anywhere near, anywhere near it. Like, really? yeah, he's nowhere near like that with the Vicelli series. Like he's, he's not in it that much anyway, but like from what I've read up to anyway, but like nowhere near as creepy. So it's like, I think they basically purposely made him a little bit less of um, a little bit of a, yeah. less of a pest. Well, I'm kind of glad that you brought that up though. Anyway, about changes. Cause I'm going to go into the first tweet from Michelle or first two tweets, which was, Obviously, like, you know, people are, like, mentioning it. He's chimed in, given his kind of input on certain things. One of this was someone saying, and I, I noticed this myself, which is really good, which was something I wasn't expecting, and I kind of, like, hit myself a little bit, which I didn't wish I would have done something before I played this, but this person tweeted saying, the remaster of Life is Strange completely screws 
up the lighthouse sequence, um, that excellent sudden cut when the lighthouse falls to Max waking up in class. Yeah, there's a loading screen right after the lighthouse falls. Between that and wake up, what the actual folks and Michelle tweeted back at this, and he said, and I quote, this one bothers me so much, sad face. We struggled yeah. a lot seven years ago to have an instant cut to work even on PS3, but it did work. Follows up a second tweet, which was, I hope Deck9 will be able to patch it soon. I admit that this kind of pacing and editing in a game which with time travel seems even more important to me than improved facial animations on the grand scheme of things. So I kind of want to use this as a kind of like a context for one scene, which I, as I said, I got this, I saw it. because I remember it happening and I was like, wait a minute, this is weird that, you know, right. there's a loading screen there. And I wanted to play the PS3 version before I wanted to play this one. And I didn't get time because I was like, I remember it on PS4 specifically. He is for me, 100% spot on about that. Cause I, as much as we love the improved facial motion captures and stuff like that and all the other things, that is a big component of the game because like the entire point is like you, you as a, I know as a developer, you probably sit there and like painstakingly try and find a way to fix it in. Cause if you have a vision of something like, ah, it's meant to be like, you know, Max wakes up to that, yeah. you know, and you, like, you have this kind of weird sequence. Cause if you have a loading screen and then she wakes up, you're like, hang on a minute. It, there's, there's, yeah. You eliminate the, the entire game is about so much suspense in there. And like the kind of way that they, they're built in that kind of way. So I was like fully agreeing with his tweet when I saw that. I was like, yeah, I was like, that does bother me. And I noticed it. I remember that there's more than one instance where this happens where like a loading screen yeah. is sliced into a certain section. So this one really hit home. And I was like, yeah, I, I agree, fully agree with him in this. Yeah, no, it's just, um, and like you said, we put in a lot of work with technical limitations that make it even work for PS3. Yeah. And it just feels like, I don't know, there was a lot of like, Again, it, it, it almost feels like an artist's depiction of this and a lot of artists work into this and we're just saying like, oh, no, it won't work. And um, it would make sense for a previous gen, like Xbox One, for this yeah. loading screen to happen. I would have been like, okay, yeah, fair. But it even happened on the PS5, right? Like, it happened for you, yeah? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was uh, straight away noticed it. I was like, um... Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, they're, they're, I don't know. It's like, and again, I didn't have time to actually play through the original again, like on my Xbox. But I feel like, like all together, it feels like there's a lot more loading screens in this version than there is in the last version. And again, you can make the argument saying like there are more, uh, there's more facial animations. There's a lot more textures to this. There's a lot more to load in for it to have a loading screen, but. If you're going to try to fix one loading screen, like you have one less loading screen, you have to figure out that one. You know, yeah. if you're going to figure out any one, and like Michelle said, like about time travel and about um, suspense, there should, if you're going to have one where you just put all of your effort into it to make sure that it just has a seamless cut, it should be that one. And I want to say that the developers are lazy like, absolutely not. They're doing more work than I am. You know, I'm, I'm just out here working in the food industry. So uh, who knows? But that's the thing is I'm not trying to say that they're lazy, but I just, I, I, I hate saying like a missed opportunity because again, I'm not in the industry, but it does feel like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree with you on that, especially because like he's, he's right. This is again, my point where it's like, the remaster should have been released on the new, con on the new consoles, the current consoles. It's like, they should have waited tapped into yeah. that software, you know, build it with the loading screens that you can basically eliminate from like the current generation consoles. And right. I know they're going to release the, the games on like, you know, just an exclusive set of platforms, but it should be built on 
the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and then port it onto the other consoles. And you basically don't sacrifice this kind of like part of it. Because I think like uh, as a developer, you'd probably want to sacrifice like graphic fidelity, facial animations right. to get like a scene like this. Because it's more impactful story. The game's a narrative driven story game. So it's going to be like, oh yeah. man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm fully, I was a little bit, <laughs> I know it's that. It, it really did detract a little bit from the experience. I was like, oh. Like, and that's the thing. I, th- I think we're criticizing it a lot more because, and I think we're forgetting one important thing. We're, we're forgetting one important thing and uh, we're forgetting it, but it's, it's, it's needed, right? For this kind of criticism. We're treating it as if this is like a separate release, right? This is like a, co- like a completely like Life is Strange remaster, blah, blah, blah. But this was never really, we never really expected it when we first heard about it. We never really expected it to be a kind of separate release. Like, oh, this is a Celebration remaster. This is always kind of marketed as like um, a True Colors DLC, yeah. If, that, if that makes any sense. Like, a, like, oh, if you buy True Colors Deluxe, you also get these. And it's kind of like that Happy Meal toy where you want the hamburger and the fries, but man, you got a little dinosaur and you know, a little Happy Meal there. Why, you know, why not? You know, you, you, took out, you, know you, you, spawned, you took out my mouth then. I was just about to say, like, it's like getting a cheeseburger and fries and then basically someone saying, here's a cheese, but here's a plate of fries with like loaded beef and cheese and nachos and stuff like that. And you're basically and like, beans, oh, yeah, yeah and, and, you're, and you're like, you're like I'm, I'm kind of full, but there's, they kind of insist. It's like, here you go, like, you know, eat it. And you're like, oh, I, I, yeah. can eat, I can't eat it, but I shouldn't be eating it. It's that kind of situation. So you're um, spot on about that because it's like, the fact that how it's been marketed, you can buy it separately, but it's been essentially packaged in the Ultimate Collection, which was already enough anyway. You just needed Life is Strange, True Colors, and the Wavelengths DLC. Um, yeah. But to kind of bundle it in that, I feel like that should be a red flag that I should have saw a bit earlier, if anything. Yeah, because it was it was bundled, and we didn't like again. I don't think I remember thinking it's like, can we buy this separately? And there was some talk saying like, no, it's just gonna only be in the deluxe version. It's only gonna be in the ultimate edition. Ultimate edition, I mean, not the deluxe. So we're gonna be in the ultimate edition. So better buy it now. Um, and I think you bought the ultimate edition. I think I might have bought this through the ultimate edition kind of upgrade. Maybe I don't think I bought this separately. I can't even remember, but because this was supposed to be part of the ultimate edition and then it got delayed. So then it became a whole separate game. And now we're kind of um, seeing it from that perspective that this is now a separate game rather than kind of a little add on here. Mm -hmm. And I know you're saying like five years from now, well, um, three years from now, sorry, three years from now for it to be the 10 year anniversary. I even think if it could have been just waited till like next year, sure. It's like the eight year anniversary fine, but then they would have developed it as a separate game, a separate title. Like this is the remaster collection. Like the, the uh, we, we wanted to give you more life is strange, but here's the Arcadia Bay collection. Right. And I think we would have, liked it better and i think it would have been developed better i think they would have put more time into this rather than saying like oh man we gotta get people to you know it was square enix by the way enix whatever you want to say you know it was square enix saying like there needs to be a regular edition a deluxe edition and there needs to be an ultimate edition and i'm thinking oh crap what are we going to include for the ultimate edition for people to buy it ah uh, i don't know i guess we can remaster the old games and put them on sure why not you know good idea because it seems like Deck Nine really was excited to remaster these games. It does. But I don't think it was an original idea. I, I think it was Square Enix like pushing them to say, like, there needs to be an Ultimate Edition. 
and there needs to be something included for people to buy the ultimate edition. Yeah. Tin foil hat on, but what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I, I agree because like, this is like my kind of frustration with the packaging. It's like, you could have sold this as a, a retail release, a Arcadia Bay collection. It would sell the game. The first game, Life is Strange sold pretty well for a game that was not expected to sell anywhere near as successful as it right. did. Um, and it's in, it's in itself, like, you know, the appeals continued. People could have sold it. They could have sold like a, a set number, like 500 limited edition copies of like a steel book, um, you know, Life is Strange Arcadia collection, then measured off life. Like it gets really popular. Like you, we will get a couple more out there. Sure. Um, and like just more time to kind of do it because like deck nine's humble beginnings haven't had really like you know they're not a huge studio they're not like right. a, a massive studio like as i said they've got that much workload on all those other games i imagine the next life is strange is in development my own kind of conjecture just so based on like kind of sphere like they basically probably put it into production anyway because they want to get another one out at some point but like the studio doesn't have from my my telling any experience in remastering and it's not just you know as we've seen a lot of remasters have been you know messed up like for example gta definitive trilogy like you know the what you don't expect from rockstar it does mess up and people expect the Ezio you know, collection like came out as a mess you know yeah. the, the halo master chief collection came out as a mess like um all these and that's the thing we're not even talking about remasters here we're talking about remaster collections coming out as messes and, yeah. that, and that's the that's the biggest point we can make. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just like this is the problem. And I and I completely understand why people say it's cash grab because like I enjoyed it, but the problem is I'm sitting there watching the game and playing it, and it's like, you know, something happens. Like, there was like motions like but Max is like flickering, like her animation, like even before load screens, she'd just be standing there. And it'd be like, you know, yeah. you see like a quick like glimpse of like, you know, blink and it's like she's just standing there, the animation that loads into the load screen. It's like, wait, wait, what? It's like, what's going on here? Yeah. It's like, how is that even happening? It's like something you'd kind of expect to notice. Um so like there were there were issues and there's we'll be touching on a lot more that's being removed and kind of added. And speaking of added, one of them, which is <laughs> definitely something that a lot of people picked on. So I'm going to Twitter again. So I'm going to Phil Spear, who will pop up quite a few times. He's at Deck Nine. He writes there. I don't know specifically what he does in terms of like if he's a certain robot. I just took off his Twitter bio. So Phil Spear on the third or second, 2022, tweeted. If you're playing Life is Strange 1 Remastered and you're wondering who added the two new bottles in the junkyard, you're yeah. welcome. Which was his first tweet that I've got here. And I'm going to grab another one here from Phil Spay, which I picked up. Um, it, oh, he's tweeted underneath it. I did that for you. Players who were stuck on that puzzle seven years ago. Brackets, it's me. Brackets, I was stuck on that puzzle seven years ago. And before we dig into this, of course, Michelle has had his say. Um, and a very good take as well, I think, as well, personally speaking, agreeing with him again, which is someone again said, you know, they added two bottles to make the junkyard easier, yet restored this um, legendary hard puzzle, leg- legendarily hard puzzle. I don't know what they're trying to be about, but anyway. Oh, yeah. With the uh, with the eggs, I think. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, like, uh, get all the ingredients, Max, and like, get it yourself. <laughs> which by the way before we get to Michelle's thing we both got that bug where we were getting the eggs and you transport back into the kitchen like an Abra which I was yeah. a big fun of um, yeah I was I like just, wait like, I, did I miss it and I and I uh, screen recorded I was like did I and I actually rewound it for myself like that did just happen okay that was weird <laughs> was like, we were playing a different time frame so I, was, I think I was just ahead of Adam on some of these episodes I was sending him certain things and he was cross-referencing on the Xbox version but you are six hours ahead of me so that, that makes sense uh, and yeah, yeah and that, that, was, that was a bit of a boost on my part so we got yeah. that but um, so actually back onto this point as well so Michelle responded to this saying I think that's a good design change 
And this is what we should have done first. Five bottles to find, but slightly more available bottles, which um, I enjoyed because I remember doing it, the puzzle, because I was like, yeah. oh, I got some drunk. I was like, oh, I remember playing this game. I was like, oh, fuck's Because I was reviewing, obviously, when I was reviewing, um, this is episode three, I believe, off the top of my head. Two. The bottles are two, yeah. Really? Is it two? God damn. Yeah. And then five, you you look for bottles. Again, the, the bottles you don't need to collect, essentially. Yeah, that's for the photos, and they did not add a seventh one. And yeah, that one. I, I got that photo and it sucks still. Yeah, yeah. I, I was um, searching around that area because I was like, they must have, maybe they've had enough bottle, but they didn't. So, like this one in episode two, because I remember playing it. Actually, I didn't review this episode. I reviewed it from three onwards. So, I didn't review it, but I remember playing it. I was like, where the hell are these bottles? Like, I remember getting them quite, I remember getting four and then I get stuck on one. I was like, all right. And this one, I was like walking around the junkyard and I, I think I went like a weird kind of direction. Like, well, one, two, three, four, and then five. And I was like, and I'm like, I'm not that good with memory. It's like, I remember some yeah. of these, like, you know, some of the, like, yeah. collectibles, like the photo opportunities. Well, like, this one mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. So I kind of, like, scrolled through the, the junkyard again. I was like, there's a bottle. Yeah. Like, and there's a bottle. I was like... Yeah. And then, obviously, I saw um, Phil Sweet there, and I was like, ah. Yeah, I found, I found my fifth bottle in a pretty open area, too. And I was like, I don't remember that one. Because I, I got wine um from the campfire sites and i got mine from the clubhouse and i got mine on the ship and then i got mine on the refrigerator i was like crap where's the fifth one i can't remember the fifth one and then i'm like in the open area and i'm just like oh the hell um was it was it always there and i i just kept thinking like huh weird okay but i'll take it sure why not uh, and i just went right to chloe i didn't really search for another bottle but i was just thinking like oh okay yeah there it is there's a bottle I think it's a good design change, good game design change. I think it's yeah. just one of those fixes. It's, it's like, obviously, you're not going to be stuck there forever. Well, unless you fill, and he's obviously joking about it. But like, you know, yeah. you're not going to get stuck there forever. But like, the, the directions are like so limited. And so it's like, they don't, they don't really give you a hint either. It's like, here's, here's, here's where the bottle is. Like, you know, you don't see the dough coming up and be like, hey, here's, here's where your direction is to the fifth yeah. bottle. Um, so I feel like this is a kind of a good change to kind of subtly add something again and be like, you know, if you want to speed up the process, here's, here's the second bottle. So I, I actually, for that when I saw this and noticed this design change, it's like, I wish more of the game was like this, where they're like subtle yeah. additions of like, you know, this kind of thing, or they like they added something else in a bit, which is a little bit like, you know. And it's only thing. two bottles. It's not like he added like four more yeah, bottles. Yeah, like, like 15 bottles where you're basically just walking around like finding those bottles. Yeah, it's only like two bottles. And it, you could have even yeah. put it down to probably one maybe, but I feel like two just basically makes it like, you're not sitting in the junkyard for ages, like um, yeah, trying to one bottle. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember the first time I played this through, and she kept talking about a bonfire, bonfire, bonfire. I'm like, what bonfire? Because where I come from, and I'm t- talking like um, not even Philadelphia, that's my original, but then I went to central Pennsylvania, which is like the woods area. We, when we talk bonfire, we're talking like this massive fire that like you, you burn trash in. So we're talking like I'm, I'm looking for an area where it's enough for a bonfire, not a campfire. A campfire is a very small, condensed one. So the first time I'm playing it through, I'm like, what? Bonfire. Where's the bonfire? There's nowhere else big enough for a bonfire. Then I go in to where the campfire is. I'm like, freaking stupid. I hate this game. <laughs> like, I hated that bond thing. Yeah. No, so, uh, yeah. Uh, localization, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll take about localization. It'll help um, 
tone the mood yeah. of this. Um, but no, it was it was it was definitely one of those editions where I was like, this is kind of nice to put in the remaster collection, and it's just like a subtle touch. It doesn't change anything. I think if you're hung up that much over two bottles being added in, you have got some serious. I'm sorry, you got some serious issues. Like for me personally, yeah. to say that, like it's just it's the truth. It's like it's not a game changer. It's not a game breaker. Oh. I think like, I, and I like that Michelle's perspective again. Like I love this kind of thing where he's chimed in like certain things. Like he's obviously seeing people say certain things and he's just kind of like given his import. Um, and I like, you know, seeing what, what an original creator's mindset is and something like, you know, when they go back yeah. to a game, I've always said like, you know, <clears throat> you know, my, my fascination for Metal Gear, like, you know, they've always said to Kojima, it's like, if you could remake any of your games, which one would it be? Yeah. It's like the first Metal Gear, but you'd obviously yeah. change it with a completely different complexion. You'd give it. And that's like, you know, the sign of any creators, like you will go back and, you know, re-envision something completely different. Um, so yeah. his, his input was interesting on that. And I kind of want to take another one, which was really interesting this one. So we're going to go get a bit more deeper here. Mm. Um, so this was, there was some end screenshots that were posted from Life is Strange 1 Remastered Collection, which has divided some people. Obviously, I went for the, the actual real ending, which is, you know, save Chloe. And oh, oh, stupid oh Chloe. Gotcha, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, which you're part of, on, on, the PS, on the PS4 version, you're part of the 30% minority who are, you know, should never say the town. Oh, in, actually, in, for for Xbox people, <laughs> it's like um, I think it's like closer to the forty nine percent. Yeah, because there's like only two people. There's only two people playing on Xbox. That's why, and you're one of them. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's why it's so broken. Well, um, I mean, in, yeah, that's fair. Like Xbox people aren't really known to play these kinds of games. So yeah, I mean, like that's it. So I, I don't know if you actually seen this. I don't know. Obviously, this ending. This is the picture of Max, which I'm gonna give you on my iPad here. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought that was like you actually had a framed photo of. <laughs> No, I, 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 I I'm just like this is Max crying. Fucking Im, spit. <laughs> Im, imagine that. That's like, that's like, yeah, I have a framed picture of oh Max on here. So this is a picture. This is a picture of Max from. You probably don't even see it, but if you're not, if you're listening to the audio version, this place should watch the video version on YouTube. Um, so there's a picture of Max from the remaster collection, um, and you probably won't be able to see the full texture, but she does look quite different. She's crying a lot in it as well. Yeah. Um. The the tears are very visible. And um, by the way, I've got the that there. Tears in this game are. Like it seems like a lot of people are crying in this yeah. game. You see the tears in a lot of scenes. Because like, the first time, first time I saw the reveal trailer, um, when Max wakes up from the nightmare, I saw the tears. I'm like, oh wow, okay, they're putting that kind of detail into it. But it seems like a lot of characters, including the one you're showing now in your framed photograph of, of Max, <laughs> Max crying. <laughs> So get us get us back on track, and before you notice as well, I've got a bit of blue tack there because NASA's probably watching me. So we're um, you know, that's just me actually putting posts up. I just like leave on my iPad. But anyway, yeah. so we got that, and so Michelle has put his input here, which is interesting in terms of someone was talking about it. So I'm going to take this Twitter user's comment first. They said, "Is Max crying?" Okay, that's great improvement. In the original, she kind of looked like she didn't care at the funeral, or didn't have much emotion. Lol, at least. From what I can remember, so Michelle has tweeted directly at this person yeah. and given his input, which he says, and by the way, hello, Michelle, if you're watching this, big Michelle. fans, huge fans. I love that man. Um, so in this as well, oh, by the way, um, actually, before I go into this, have you seen in episode five where you're in the gallery um, where Max goes to the Everyday Heroes contest? Michelle's in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. him, isn't it? I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, that's definitely Michelle. I that's tweet, definitely Michelle. I tweeted yeah. that at him at 2015. I, I remember yeah. tweeting at him. He never replied, which I'm like, I was convinced it's him. Yeah. It has I, to be. Like, I, I played it through again. I'm like, 
that's definitely Michelle Co. Like I'm, I'm yeah. almost positive. And he doesn't talk. He doesn't have any talking lines. You can't like speak to him. He doesn't really say anything. He's just kind of standing there appreciating yeah. photos. I'm like, that's Michelle Cole. Okay, like, let's thank you for getting the same. I thought I was going crazy. I remember what, I watched a lot of their interviews when they were releasing Life is Strange. I remember seeing him vividly and he's got, you know, the, the haircut, the the beard. I was like, yeah. yeah. Actually, right, yeah. we'll get we'll get on to Michelle's point, which is here, which she says, and he responded to Sweet saying, I'll have to play it and see the changes, um, changes the scene. Uh, sorry, I'll, let me rephrase that. I'll have to play it and see how it changes the scene. So obviously he hasn't played it yet. Mm-hmm. Back when we worked on the scenes, um, with our technical limitations, we carefully decided to not have Max to be um, be too sad at the funeral. She already went through so much and cried a lot in the bathroom while not intervening. The mm-hmm. funeral for us was even more to sh- uh, was uh, sorry was there to show glimpses of hope with the butterfly yeah. as a symbol of Chloe always being close to Max in now in a new way. <laughs> sorry, uh, to Max now we're away. My head is completely gone. He said those to those two comments in two separate tweets, um, which I kind of wanted to bring up. And obviously as well, I, I had as well that Luke retweeted on them. So you got an endorsement there from the uh, producer of Life is Strange to add on to that. He's right, again, for me. This is like, and you've just alluded to it as well when you said that, why is everyone crying in this game? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. yeah the, the, it was like impressive when I saw it. And then I'm like, there's a lot of crying in this game. There's yeah. more than I remember. I'm like, there is, it's a very sad game. I'm not trying to say like, oh, why is everybody crying? I'm like, um, because the, the feels train doesn't stop in this game. That's why. But it feels like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, but it does. No, you're right. It, feel, it feels like a lot. And the subtlety, which is one thing. I feel like I'm about maybe like a bit harsh, but I feel like what, Mark, what Michelle's saying is it is sort of like, I didn't expect Max to be basically be bawling her eyes out at the funeral because like she does that in the scene when she decides that, you know, Chloe's like, you know, basically rewind time. You have to let me die because like, this is the effect of chaos theory. Like you basically say me so many times, um, which I don't know if you've been catching up on lost and you've seen where chaos theory starts playing its effect in lost. I, I'm still on episode three. Like, oh, disgrace. Like, Get out of my chat. Right. I know. You would have got it because if you watch Lost, like a lot of our people know, and they know it as well, there's a, the element yeah. of Chaos Fury of one character, which you'll start catching on. And it relates quite nicely to Life is Strange. But um, yeah, he's spot on about this because, like, as I said, in Max um, crying in that scene would make no sense for me because, like, the entire point is, like, you know, you have the symbolic gesture of the butterfly arriving on the you know, there she sees it. The, the funeral is kind of like that moment where Max has accepted what happened. Like, you know, the entire point about her deciding where, you know, we have to sacrifice Chloe to save the town. It's like the acceptance of like what's happened, but then also knowing that her friend, you know, the coming, essentially the coming of age story. It's like, you yeah. know, she's, she's reuniting with her friend. They connected, they kind of like completed their journey. Um, and like uh, Michelle said, like, you know, he has, she, she knows that um, Chloe will always be like, you know, Max will. Max knows that Chloe will always be close to her. So I think, like for me, to add like something like that, and again, like it starts mixing with the the textures, like the resolution and stuff. Like they obviously changed Max's hair. They changed in terms of like the change, like you know how much it moves around and stuff, and her face and stuff. Like hit. And if you're watching the video version, like I here's where I kind of put it in scale. So obviously at the bottom you have remaster, and at the top you have remake. Life yeah. is Strange remaster collection seems to be sitting in the middle which is kind of like a really bad kind of position. I think you either have to be one or the other. 
Because like, yeah. as I said, like when they're doing this and they put in the middle, they've changed so much. But then like, there's a, like, do you know, like you're almost dragging like a load of things by the hand with like loads of issues that have been tangled in. And this yeah. is an example of it. It's like, I feel like this is a, a direct impact on the vision of something. I feel like you're adding something that doesn't need to be there. Right. Yeah. No. And um, the fact that you're taking away the artist depiction of what an emotion should be and you're like, oh, no, she should be crying. I'm like, yeah, she should be. Like, as a friend, she should be, but at the same time. And one thing I will say about the facial animations is that you really do see Max's age going further and further, each one. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, like, oh, man, she's really aging. But you see um, a, a maturity happening in mm -hmm. Max's face where she goes from a teenager with eyeshadow and all that to a very, like, war-ridden, like, young woman. You know, and I think that's what this intention was in the in the first game is that by the time she gets to that funeral, after all she's been through, she's done crying and it's kind of like, like, this is who I am. This is how time should be. This is why Pompadou is still alive, you know, um, which they messed up Pompadou. And I'm like, oh, he looks, Pompadou looks so bad, but you know, whatever, who cares? Um, me, but you know, the attention was that, that she is grown into this and accepted this reality, you know, but again, they had to show the tears. They had to show the tear engine, kind of like NBA 2K has to show sweats on every single player. They were only played for about five minutes of game time, but they are sweating mm -hmm. so hard because they have to show the sweat engine. This one, instead of sweating, it's eye sweats. And <laughs> they have to show the eye sweat engine and just like, you don't have to. You don't have to. We're already crying. We're our our eye sweats are already doing its thing. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. It it was a weird choice. You know. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go on. And especially since Web Web was okay. I'm not. I'm not back to Web. Hi. Hey. <laughs> how you doing? Want me on your stream? Just hit me up. Yeah. You know. Um. Mountain time. Central time. You know. But like, it's not. I'm not trying to say Web did a bad job. Um, because it is, you know, part of like the animation team. But however, it was R and D, like, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was. He was. He was a motion captured performance director for this. He was just the R and D. Okay, but like, still at the same time, Deck Nine is in tune with emotion. They they know human emotion. They know about uh, how to depict like how a person grows. Right. They they've proven that um, time and time again. They've proven that with Before the Storm. They proved that. With True Colors, I'm sure they're going to prove that with The Expanse. But it just seems like, wow, they, they couldn't read the story into this. They couldn't read how Max would be at this funeral at this point. As professional writers, they didn't see this. And I feel like, and I know Michelle and Luke are very busy with what they're doing. But in my mind, like, couldn't you at least... You consult them. Had some deck nine. Uh, that's had some don't know consultants in there. Yeah, you know, like we're we're talking like a phone call or a Skype or a Zoom. It's like, hey man, we're thinking about this scene. Like, what are you thinking? Michelle is just like, you know, takes his hand through the camera and just slaps him. Um, but it's kind of like, like you know, give some advice. You know, not full on. Like we're in deck nine studio. We're helping out. Zoom call. You know, that little Zoom call. Yeah, I think like that's because obviously I think like the animation will be on 
uh, the the teardrop will be on deck nine's animation team they'll they'll be at it because they yeah. want to do they want to do a facial motion capture will make no difference mm-hmm. um but like in itself like again this is my other issue where i have to keep bringing this up is this a deck nine decision or a square enix decision yeah yeah i know that square um, enix makes a lot of executive decisions on like a lot of their stuff you know and they make a lot we're, 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 we're not affiliated with square enix in any way shape or form this channel never has been like we are i run this as an independent channel Adam's here to help me do the podcast, big part of the podcast. We we talk about Life is Strange content, talk to you about what we think. But I just know that that these decisions come from the publisher and like the way that Square Enix has directed some of the things from just the way I can see how things are mapping out. This could have been a Square Enix decision to say, we want Max to cry a little bit more on this. We want Warren to be less creepy in this. They might have like had like a lot of other says. We don't know if there's like, you know, some of their development team moved over. They have all these external studios, like if they worked on yeah. the first Life is Strange, because they did with um, Life is Strange 1 and the other games. Um, so like in itself, and this, for example, for me, it impacts artist vision. Because I just don't think you need to add something like that. It, it, there's just, there's nothing to it. Like there's no, the entire thing for me, like that point for Max, I don't need to see her bawling her eyes out or even like his subtle like drop of tear in her eyes. As it says, the scene paints itself. The, the mm-hmm. vision of where Max is like, they obviously like you know michelle said in his tweet they sat down thought about it what happens here and it's like with max her personality her traits everything else you have to really understand the character max caulfield but you'll never understand her anyway i feel like that's where the intricacy of the character really comes from like you just don't understand how she feels in each scene where she's at um the character evolves is a you know it's a from a chrysalis to a butterfly she evolves you know from like a a cocoon character of like you know this girl that's nowhere near as confident becoming the woman that she is like you know the, the coming of age story like that's why they, they stress it on that and like, i think that's why it's such a well-executed character so like, when you see something like this added to the scene i'm a bit like, like yeah is it needed does it need to be needed there like you know what does yeah. it like what does it really add to it it's like it's just showing something off that doesn't need to be there but but thankfully and i think we can you know, congratulate the Deck Nine team. Round of applause. Uh, original soundtrack, all there. Uh, yeah. As far as as far as I know, there was no missed tracks. Even on no, the Chloe funeral, there was you know the same track. Which um, oh, I didn't. I never realized. I don't know why I didn't. I believe I'm the music changed at some points in there. I think like I, I think saw so. someone say something about episode five. Do you know the like nightmare before the nightmare sequence really starts? And you in the um in the girls' dormitory and you start changing the characters and stuff and you play as like Victoria, you play as like, oh, I, yeah, I believe yeah. someone posted something um, where they show that the, the music's a little bit different. At also, point, some of my tracks, um, like, you know, you know, there's some, the scenes where like you see the photographs and they're degrading and it be- becomes a new photograph. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any audio on that at all. Yeah. I, Do you I, have I, your audio? But uh, no, I had one scene. Um, I remember because the audio goes, and I'm a bit like, I'm like the entire because it's, it's like that. It actually, like the like sound effects right. like makes the, the the photos are burning and like changing kind of like. Um, There's some audio files that are missing in this one. Yeah, yeah. It it so, it's a fundamentally flawed game. This is the problem. It is. Like, and it, I it's, keep stressing flawed, but like, and I think, and I hope the audience is kind of reading into this where. Uh, I'm going to look directly at the camera to you if you're watching video. Um, I hope you know that, like, I feel like me and Adnan's opinions of this are mixed. And I, and I hope we're coming off that way where I don't think I'm fully negative. I don't think I'm fully positive. I think I'm in kind of the mixed realm. And Adnan, like, talking with you, like, even through, through text, you know, 
were kind of mixed because like as we were texting like oh this bug was happening but but my entire life is mixed by the way mate (laughs) (laughs) um life is mixed but like we were talking over over dms um pulling back the curtain um but we were talking over dms and like this is happening this is happening but damn the story still hearts hard oh oh it still hits like it's still like really good story and the facial animations are really making it just punch you right in the stomach you know one of those things but at the same time it's flawed and i think both me and you are finally in like in the same kind of platform here in terms of like there's some good things there's some bad things and i think we're in the same opinion that it's kind of like it's it's mixed i think you know yeah as i say it's it's almost like almost like beautifully broken the game in in parts like it and it's like that's beyond like that's a good way to put it yeah yeah because yeah. it is like i i've seen people and really enjoy it online and obviously i'm in the same vein where it's like i really enjoy something i really want to enjoy it but then i can't look past faults and mm-hmm. i think when you start i'm not necessarily against like changing certain things or subtly changing things for example the bottle one like as even michelle gave his endorsement mm-hmm. that's a good one but for me i think that they would have had more credibility Square Enix, and I'm taking your point here as well. In terms of they would have had more credibility into this. They said we brought Michelle on as a consultant, or Raul Barbe as a consultant, or yeah. someone, or Luke as a consultant. We, we basically we know that don't know as as a consultant. Well, I, I I'm not I'm not I don't have anywhere near the uh, French level of expertise as these guys. They are, they are something. They are unbelievable uh, developers. But like, yeah, um, I think like that would added way more cre- um, credibility to this in terms of because like I know that. Um, you know, Donod has separated from this in terms of sure. like, because they were so rocking that news when they were like, sell it, sell it. obviously we know that the IP is owned by Life um, Square Enix anyway, but you know, there's such a connection with it. And I think like, you need to add something to this. Cause like, and, and sorry, I have to bring it up again, but do you like the rumors about the MGS3 remake that's happening in the minute? Can we, like, I will, I will make it's, sure that there's one single episode <laughs> where you don't bring up that. I it's relevant though. Yet, so it, it, my point's relevant though, in terms of they, they okay, are, yeah, this yeah, is, this yeah, is rumored. This is rumored to be in development by, or I think like some Chinese here that they, they've really? sent it off to, yeah, Konami. But apparently one of the rumors was including this, that uh, Kojima has been brought on as a consultant. So he's kind of communicating via some kind of like wavelength to Konami. Because obviously that relationship's a bit more, you know, if you followed it, he's kind of been brought on as a consultant for this MGS3 remake. So he's there to kind of present. It adds weight. And in itself, that Konami knows that it needs to add weight and something like that. And if we take that example from that Kojima and we put it onto uh, Life is Strange, just imagine they would said, yeah, and we brought like, you know, Michelle as a, as a consultant, like almost like Ashley Birch was brought on as a writer before. So how much credibility did that add? Because it was a huge blow that because obviously SAG was in the middle of the strikes. They'd lost so many voice actors, specifically Ashley Birch, because she couldn't reprise Chloe. But they're like, hang on a minute, we're going to bring Ashley Birch on the writing team because she has written stuff before. And she's right. like, She's a very creative person as it is. And it added so much more to the credibility. It's like even to like even Rihanna DeFries' performance, not taking anything away from her performance, but it was just like people knew that it's like, oh, Ashley Birch is there. So it's kind of like, you know, she knows Chloe. She is Chloe. And I feel like this is where you would have had it with, um, you would have had it with um, the Don't Know team. Like, you know, Michelle would have been there. It's like, as you said, should Max cry? You'd be like, no. Yeah. And, it, and yeah, that, exactly. that for me would have been case solved. But I think like, and again, and it's just like consulting. I think a lot of people might mistake that for uh, consult. Consulting can be like really like in the development team, or yeah. it can be like what Reggie Fizemi did for GameStop, where he was just on the board of directors. Where like Reggie would just come in with his bag lunch and just sit down for a couple hours and be like, 
<laughs> no, don't do that. Okay, bye, everybody. Later, bye. And Reggie would just walk away. It, it, it's not written like that, but we all know Reggie just came in with his little bag lunch, ate his sandwich, and then went home, you know? Um, but it can be as big, as little as that. And Michelle and uh, Luke are, again, they're busy. We don't know Raul, what Raul is doing mm. right now. So he could have been consulting. He could have. Um, but the fact was that he didn't. You know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a little disappointing where, like, none of them consulted. As far as we know, like, there, there's neither a confirm or a deny whether they consulted or they didn't. It would have been credit, they probably would have been credited, wouldn't they? Because you had to put a consultant role or something in the credits. Oh, like, before we even get to the end of this episode, let's, we didn't even dive into that. No, that's the, that's the next section, don't worry. Conveniently, okay. it's, actually, it's actually the next section, don't worry. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, it would have been credited as consultants but they didn't and it's kind of weird like the only confirmation that we got was yeah the credits but the only confirmation i was thinking of like michelle didn't play it you know so that that was a kind of a confirmation for me saying like oh he didn't play it meaning that like he just he doesn't even know what the problems are because he didn't hmm. consult you know um do you like just well, get well, old consults, you know yeah, I don't like know. Everything you say, like, and you know, all the issues we have with stuff like this and them kind of like rolling out patches and everything else like that. I did a bit of digging before this. Um, do you know how many reviews of this game are on Metacritic? Zero. Yes. Zero. It's so weird. Is that so weird? Because the funny, the funny part is when I was looking at it, it's like 100% I would have reviewed it by now. Like, I would have easily, like, yeah. when I was at Hardcore Game, I was always requesting review codes for stuff like that. you know like how that. many reviews of Ali Ali World there are right now? A lot of reviews for Ali Ali World, which is dropping tomorrow. Uh, as a recording this, so everybody leave me alone because Ali Ali World's coming out. Um, but there's a thousand reviews for Ali Ali World for a very small indie skateboarding game that that's not really making any news wang news at all. Zero reviews for Life is Strange Remaster. Zero. Zero. That's that incredible. In, that in itself is something to be said. I think like you, you really get a gauge of what it is. Like I said, I would have reviewed it. Like my, I would have like gladly like grabbed that space in my Craig like I did with the other games like easily. Yeah. But um, I just find it really that sells me a lot about like they didn't really this this game should as I said shouldn't exist now. It should be existing in two years time, three years time, you know, one yeah. year time. Like it should have more time on it. It's just not, you know. And, and, and it and, wasn't. I don't think it was intended for being a separate no but it should have been though it should it, it deserved that though like all it the did, remasters that got like you know alan wake remastered got remastered last year and they you know they released it as a separate game no but hdr it, you know, in that one but you know it is what it is but yeah <laughs> but, but like you know they, they released it as like a separate i don't i don't like things like just being like shoehorned into it and this i feel like it was like as i said that that analogy of like you know and you said it's about having a happy meal like they just gave you the toy and you're like well i don't really need yeah. this like you know it's just uh, you know wow. kind of like, uh, there's just that but obviously Adam like as you said and which is going to be the next big topic and it's uh, maybe like one of the seconds last or something like that depending on how far we go with this but obviously the credits which has been very controversial um, so I'm going to go first to Michelle's tweet here so someone again tweeted at Michelle but I didn't tweet, sorry, didn't tweet at Michelle, just tweeted in general, saying people arguing that credits, episode, uh, credits per episode doesn't matter when it's quote-unquote a complete game. Okay, so why does BTS get to keep its per episode credits? So Michelle responded to this, 
mm-hmm. saying, I didn't see the new credits, but we had artists or people working on only one episode and not the others. I hope they haven't been erased from time, sad face. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, obviously, we're keeping everything on top of it. We've been talking about this nonstop, me and Adam over DMs. So <laughs> Phil Spear, again, has been a very busy man on Twitter, getting back to these responses. And he responded saying, hi, Michelle. I worked on implementing the new credits. I can very much assure you that if um, someone has was credited in any episode of the original, they remain credited in the remaster. An issue we caught late meant that cr- the credits were supposed to show after episode five, but didn't. And Michelle responded to that saying, awesome. Thanks a lot from all the Don't Know team for this. So I'm going to take this first part. Because obviously I was kind of in the vein where I was like, I didn't mind the, when I was playing through it early in the first episodes too, I was like, I don't mind them removing the, the credits necessarily um, in the position that the game has been fully released. Because I played the Walking Dead collection many times because I was grinding Platinums out, but played it many times and they had the credits after each one. And I was a bit like, you know, and they wouldn't even let me skip them. I was like, I've seen it. Like, you know, and I'm always one of those people I always like to show respect, but at this time I was a bit like, you know, I've, I know who's made it. You know, I was, I was scrolling through the credits in the right. main menu section before I even started the first Life is Strange. I kind of went to see, like, obviously I went to see if Anastasia were involved and like whoever else was involved. Yeah. Um, so like I saw it from that perspective. Then I was kind of like taken aback by what Michelle said when he said like there's certain people that work only in one episode, which was like, yeah, okay, I get, well, I will do it. And that makes yeah. sense. Then obviously I saw, uh, again, a lot of people who are shitting on Deck 9 for it. A lot of people are shitting on like, it again, seems to be just Deck 9 and not just Square Enix, which is again, the weird kind of narrative that's been built around this. But a lot of people yeah. are like just absolutely dropping Deck 9 in it and saying like, you know, they're, they're raising Don't Nod's identity. They, you know, they're not crediting these people. There's no credits in the, there are credits in the main menu. I didn't know if they had all the credits from people from the other games. Obviously I finished it before all the patches came out and I know that there was no credit after episode five, which I found was a bit, a bit weird. That's where I was like, Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, but obviously now we know that it's not been in there. And hopefully, I hope that Deck Nine and Square Enix do patch this in. It should be at the end of episode five. I'm fully believing that because I feel like once I've complete the game, the credits should roll and rather than go back to the, the menu that it did. Um, yeah. But no, I, 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 was, I was very agreed with it. So I, there's a huge problem in the game industry, if you don't know as well. Like, if people work on games, sometimes they don't get credited. So you could work on a game for four years, leave a studio. And yeah. some people just don't get credited for some for some reason. Yeah, isn't that um, Rockstar's policy yeah. that if you, if you work on the game for for years, but if you leave like the month before it releases, they'll just not credit you, which is insane. We, we, I, I'm like I'm I'm like I'm like certain things. I'm like I don't agree with a lot of people. That one is weird for me. I just don't understand. It's like almost like me, you coming on here. Mm-hmm. And then doing 98% of the podcast, then me deleting your picture and like your recordings and then like getting rid of you. And it's like, well, yeah, he, he was only just, you know, here for it. It's like, it's just, it's just a weird kind of attitude to take. So obviously I, I've only realized more prolifically that this is a huge issue in the gaming industry. And there's even mm-hmm. points where if you go on Twitter, you'll see some developers go like, oh, I'm actually credited in that game in the yeah. anticipation that they weren't expected to get credit with it. So yeah. Seeing these tweets from Michelle, he was very much spot on. I still stand firmly where I personally don't think it's after each episode I want it. That's just probably a personal preference, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'd like it to be at the end of episode five of all the credits. Um, I kind of agree that the Deck Nine credits roll first with all the people who are doing the remaster because they are the people that are putting the legwork essentially into like remastering yeah. it. And that's the rule of, I feel like that's for me the rule of thumb. And obviously all the, the Life is Strange crew were credited underneath it, including the motion capture actors from the first, very first Life is Strange game. They're all there. Right. So like, I think like for me, that's all right. My, I'm a little bit broken a bit too much in two minds where it was like, before I saw this tweet from Phil Spear, thankfully he actually tweeted before we recorded um, and caught it. Um, 
it it was a bit of an issue, and especially with it not being after episode five. Mm. And actually, no, sorry. Okay, I, I wouldn't have that much of an issue with it being after each episode, like them removing it. But then the worst part is that it's on deck, um, it's on BTS, but it's not on this one. This yeah, one me and you have not touched, and I want to make that clear in this episode. We both me and you haven't touched before the storm. No. In fact, we're not uh, playing it until next next week because for one. I'm going to be busy playing Ollie Ollie World. So uh, I even bought the Rad Edition with the expansion pass. So yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be playing Ollie Ollie I'm going to play it next week and then just before Horizon comes out. Oh yeah, Horizon, yeah. Um, no, legitimately, Ollie Ollie World is my favorite game. <laughs> but uh, back on point. Uh, so me and you have not touched Before the Storm. So like like we said, we were texting each other. I was like, yeah, you know, like, I, but I bet, you know, they took it off before the Storm's credits. And then we see all these tweets saying, like, why did they get the tweet? It's so weird. And this is, oh, back to my point. Back to my point when I said that the, the before the Storm would look stunning. You know, it would look absolutely <laughs> stunning. And one of them, you know, because they would have a bias towards it. I think I'm yeah, a little bit Yeah, point. no, you get you, you uh, we, we will be able to... um you know, confirm the hypothesis in the next episode for sure. I remember you but saying like, that. That's even like the first step of it. That like they took much more notice on before the storm to the point where they took off the credits for Life of Strange one, but they kept the credits for before um the first Life of Strange. Sorry, I was on the before the storm thing. So they took the credits off the first Life of Strange, but they left it on before the storm. You know, it is just kind of like wacky to me uh, to say that like. Why did you put that much focus? Because uh, in, you put intentionally credits into it. So you knew how to put credits into a game and that didn't need to be patched in. Why does it need to be patched in for Life is Strange? You, you know, it's, it's kind of like a little bit sketch to me. You know, it's, it's a little bit coming, coming from a guy who was born in North Philly. I think I know what sketchy is. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's a valid point to make. And um, so I saw like a lot of people have issues with like the trailers, like, you know, they show the Deck Nine logo first before the Donut one. Yeah. That's, well, that's the way it's going to be, you know. Like, I expect Blue Point Games' logos to appear before like, you know, Konami's logo on an MGS remaster collection, like, you know, the collection that they did. Because they're the people that are rem- like, you know, remastering it. And it, there's just, I, I, there's a weird mentality of flex of like, you know, people like they're raising this kind of studio. It's like, no, no, yeah, I think you're reading into it too much. And I think like this example I was a little bit off. Again, this is part of the hysteria that some people were causing. I, again, I still think I agree that there's fundamental flaws of this game. I'm just not completely bashing on it. Like some people, I feel like some people are yeah. just out there to bash on it for no reason. And maybe if it is, <laughs> maybe it is a cash crowd, maybe it's not. I just, I'm not one of those people with that kind of mindset. Um, but no, like I've, I, I feel for Michelle because like, as you said, like, you know, a man who works in a game like that and then has many people working on it, Many, many people, many, many, many people. You want to make sure they're all credited. You want to make sure that they're they're always a part of the game. They are, they they're running their own studio now in Montreal. You know, even if they had a freelancer for two days, you'd expect them to put the credits on. They would. They're going to do it because it's like it's just they know that it's that mind mentality. It's like if you see it from that, you're kind of expecting them to pay in the credits. Because um, I, I thought it was an interesting mechanic, obviously, like when when you finish the episode and it like loads up to the next one. Because I was expecting that to be, to be BTS. I'm like, oh, yeah, I finished one episode. It was just like, you know, give me that countdown time where I can sure. load into it. And um, I appreciate that countdown there. But like there could have been ca- credits before that countdown. You know, like I, I, I saw that countdown in, in each one. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool feature. But like take but, away the credits. 
because I, I got someone's point where they said that they, they remove the music and it's that kind of moment where you can sit back and be like, oh shit, this has happened. It's like, you know, the feeling of like when you first played it, which I agree with at first because when I played it the first time, I was like, I sat back in the credits, I was like, oh, so that was pretty brutal that that's happened and all this other stuff. But then at the same time, I've, I know everything that's happening in the game. So I was like, I don't really feel yeah. that, that kind of same level of impact. But even still, I thought they would have kept maybe the preview at the end of each episode mm-hmm. and then loaded it into the kind of thingy section. Yeah, they, they even got rid of the preview. But like at the same time, I don't know. Like if you're going to get rid of anything, the preview, that's fine. Like yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have like really blown any steam if they got rid of the preview. But, you know, like um, I, Adam, me and you, like we, we've interviewed people on our like own podcast. Like you, you've interviewed people in straight, uh, Strange Guys uh, Life. Life After Strange. Uh, I've interviewed people for um, <laughs> games of groceries. Oh my goodness, I'm just losing it today. Um, and, and we want to make sure that like people are credited. Like we talk to people in the video game industry, and it's important that they're credited because they put a lot of work in. We hear their passions. We hear everything that they put into this, and to take all that away, it's just I don't know. And I think like a lot of people might not see the credits as a big deal because like they're going to skip it anyway but just that little thing to just say hey man thanks for all the work you do you know yeah and that's what i mean like as, as you said like you know it's it, you don't expect everyone in a cinema to sit there and watch all the credits like there's very few people doing that and there's sometimes people just sit there to watch if there's an extra like hidden scene sure. at the end of a film so like that's fine but and you know you just kind of roll the credits but it's just acknowledgement for people who worked on it so that's the thing for me like i don't mind if they removed it and I'll probably get shit on the comments, but like, I don't really mind, like, you know, they're moving after each episode, as long as it played at the end of episode five, it mm-hmm. actually played, but I remember finishing it and went straight to the, the choices. Like, huh? I'm like, well, yeah. well, that's yeah. a little bit, you know, I was like, come on, like you expect it to be that. And so obviously we don't know how it's going to play out in the BTS. It's from where it says like people saying that Ooh, it pays after each episode. So I'm like, that'll be a, an interesting side to behold. If it actually happens, it, it does kind of make me question the decisions of like removing it from one game, then keep it in the other. It's like yeah. you kind of put on an equal playing field, and especially with BTS as well, you do the exact same thing. Um, but yeah, just a very, very strange thing to come out of a game. It's very strange. It's, as I said, I think like the amplifying issue of it is as well is that the, the the loss of the donor connection. I think like it's it's really hurt this game. I feel like we, I feel like it just come out of the blue. That kind of subject we talk about the consulting thing. It's really changed the complexion of this game, and I think that's what really, really, really hurt Deckland because it's like if this game came out in the, in the in the state that it is at the minute, with even the issues, if people had known that the Don't Know team were consulted in it in some kind of capacity, it probably would have been accepted a lot more easily. But the fact that they weren't consulted to me explains like a lot of things and just like kind of things that I speculate and how I feel and probably how, because I, again, as I said, we don't know what the influence of like decisions have been from deck nine and the decisions have been made from the publisher Two people that are there. It's like, you know, it's going to be square Enix, you know, want to call something, they'll call something very much like, you know, it's just the only IP. It's, I I think it is uh, a lot to do with square Enix because it does seem like a square Enix move. I think deck nine, they, they appreciate what Don't Not did. They appreciate them for pretty much uh, trailing a uh, blazing trail for what they did. But it seems like a Square Enix thing because Square Enix totally cut off Don't Not. But I don't think Deck Nine really cut off Don't Not. I don't think they did. I think they no. appreciate for everything they did. Oh, oh I've, I've seen Chris Floyd, Webb, um, yeah. Michelle, Luke. I've seen them all interact on Twitter. They don't have any personal beef. They're, they're different no. people, but like, you know, 
you know, Gag Nine were giving it. Like, I feel like I, because obviously I know some people read like Chris Floyd's reasons why he left Deck Nine, and he obviously saw the yeah. degree of the direction. But do you know how many times it's rare for a studio of size like Don't Know um, Deck Nine to be given a, an established IP with the opportunity of really building something for the future? Not very often, you know. No. You have your, you have your Naughty Dog, you have your um, Rockstar Games, but it doesn't happen for every studio. So if they're giving something like this, and they ha- even if it's not their baby, and it's like you know someone else's, they will take it because it's like there's so much opportunity for them to kind of build a studio from it, a presence, a name. Otherwise, these opportunities don't come. Like look at look at for example, um, I just mentioned it. You know, Horizon. Mm-hmm. What, what were Guerrilla Games' games before that? Killzone. A lot of other games, yeah. they, they, Square, you know, Sony gave them the investment to make a new IP and they took the opportunity to build something which has now become a blockbuster series for Sony in terms of like, it will, you know, Horizon Forbidden West is a, is a, a unit seller on the PlayStation 5, like for a game. Oh, yeah. Um, and they, yeah. they, they're going to bank on it. It's a big blockbuster game for them. So like, that's like an opportunity. When, when a studio gets a rare opportunity to make a new IP, you're not going to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Like, you know, if someone comes up to you with an established IP, which what most publishers do anyway, because they've like, you know, look at look at Microsoft's acquisition of um, Activision. Like all those IPs are going to send off to different studios. By the studios. way, as an X, Xbox person, I was just like, oh, that's just weird. No. no that's, 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 oh. the of, that's the start of a nuclear arms race that. In the video game industry, yeah. and it's going to be. A I think that's why up. a lot of people are saying that um, uh, uh, Sony might be buying Konami or something like that. I'm like, oh, well, Bungie was just like, well, the Bungie, just, the Bungie one was months in advance, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, yeah, a lot of people are saying like, oh, that was a that was a hit back. I'm like, do you not know how? It's not like you buy a Hershey bar in a in yeah. a gas station. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that's not how it works. But I feel like um, that in itself, the Microsoft thing will probably come back at some point in Square Enix's acquisition. Yeah. That'll be mm-hmm. a topic in itself, especially relating to Life is Strange. But um, generally speaking, it was a very, um, very strange um, thing with credit controversy. And I kind of want to move this on to, which was one another thing that I picked up on. So I've gone go back to Phil Spear again, who is mm-hmm. um, appearing on here. So do you like um, someone pointed out to him saying that um, what happens to the game art cover? So actually when you load up your achievements and your trophy profiles and stuff like that, have you seen that? It's very black. What? So let me show you something. Again, we're going back to my photo frame. We're getting rid yeah, of Max. Photo frame. So can you see, if you're watching the video version, if you're on the audio version, you should be watching the video version, like I said. So like when you look, load them up, it'll show that. So that's the Life is Strange graphic. Oh, sorry. That's the Life okay. is Strange graphic there. That's the one for PS3. There, yeah. PS4. That's PS5's. Yeah. Uh, sorry, PS4 remastered, sorry. No, like... Wait, where is that? Like on your achievements? Yeah. So when you load up your, yeah. So when you load up like an achievement list or a trophy list, it'll like be a a blacked out color. So it's basically the the lettering is there in that picture. You won't see it. No, on on Xbox, it's working just fine. A lot of things that people are complaining about. I'm like, I I didn't experience any of that. Like literally, a lot of people are like, oh, this happens, this happens. I'm like not for me <laughs> it's just like and i saw people like in the comments of uh life is strange like oh we put out a patch for playstation and and steam and like three people were like an xbox too i'm like for what i like we didn't experience really any glitches not even that not even yeah. that this isn't a huge issue but it's like it's just a bit of a weird one to have like a pen he, he he replied saying um i'm going said, on my xbox app by the way just to see if like right so this, yeah. this person said, what happens to the game um, cover art? Um, is this how it's really supposed to look like? You can barely see it. 
And Phil Spear responded, probably not. No, you can let uh, SE know there's a bug in the pinned thread on the subreddit by contacting Square Enix support. Yeah. So that was just like another flag issue, which was like popped up. And I was like, again, it's something I noticed very quickly. Oh, you oh. got it there. Yeah, oh, well. I got my, oh, well, it's not focusing, but you can see that I have all thousand gamers score for it. But yeah, no, I got a, um, you know, I, I have an image, which is weird. Again, another thing where like, like I'm, my Xbox is doing just fine. <laughs> it's like with it. Um, oh, yeah. Screw yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that was kind of like a one flag I want to bring up in that. And then another one, which is from Nice Field as well. Everyone knows Nice Field. Um, yeah. Nice person as well. Ah. Um, uh, who found obviously a very interesting bug, which is going to be another issue we address again, which is again, it comes down to like, for me, like just one of those rolling things. Mm-hmm. If anyone else is having problems with the Life is Strange remastered subtitles on PC, I can confirm that changing subtitles to French and then back to English fixes the problem. Like, yeah, do you like, like all those that's wild, dude? Yeah, that's I laughed. Wild. I laughed at that. And obviously, the first Life is Strange episode uh, subtitles was working fine, and then yeah. after that, as people have seen, it, it is just low, littered coding. Which I'm like, which how did this pass for me? through? Yeah, I'm just like, how did this pass through quality assurance? It's like, how did this pass through quality assurance? Like, this is where you basically, uh, as I said, it's just, it's just like for me, if I was reviewing this game and like, I, I would slash all my scores from it across the board. Cause like the one issue you fix, it's like, yeah, that's like an issue in terms of like the lip syncing. Then all these mm-hmm. other like litters of bugs that like, are just appearing. Um, that's just causing me more problems. That's just kind of, I can't sit there and watch something where it's like, you know, do you know, do you ever watch um, the dark Knight rises? Cause Christopher yes. Nolan basically changes from IMAX to like different cameras like the, mm-hmm. the the Dark Knight was shot in IMAX, like everything. They had those massive cameras and they're shooting it. Right. But, um, in Dark Knight Rises, he didn't start, decide against it. He shot certain scenes in full IMAX. You get the full IMAX camera. But then other scenes, you'd go back to a normal camera. So this, this resolution screen would change. Oh. So that's yeah, when I was watching I it. Yeah, so when I was watching it, I was like, oh, God, I'm like, it just keeps changing. It keeps changing. And this is the thing with this. It's like you see things like this. And obviously, I kept the subtitles on five episodes. I played it with the intention of playing it all along because I was like, I need to see if every single sentence in the rest of this game has coding so i was playing life is strange one with a bunch of code at the period at the bottom of my screen uh, you would say yeah. turn it off but i'm turned it on for the reason that the sake of it is actually a product that's not got subtitles in it yeah literally didn't didn't happen for me like at all um and i don't think a lot of people on twitter are playing it on xbox but a lot of people are showing their steam and they were showing PlayStation. Yeah, we've, we've already explained there's only two people playing on Xbox because that's only two people play on Xbox. You and, and some random imagine, person. Here's the thing. As many <laughs> problems as they're having with PlayStation and Steam, are we really wondering why they delayed the Switch version? Mm. Like, can you imagine if they put out the Switch version with the amount of PC? Which, okay, so let's, let's put PC out of the way because a lot of PC ports... Um, they always break. I mean, uh, Arkham Knight is a most famous example. Yeah, Jesus it. Christ. Yeah, but like for PlayStation, right? The, there's way too many bugs for a PlayStation. For a PlayStation Five, you had a lot of issues. Well, that but but it's only running on PlayStation. It's not a PlayStation Five game. PlayStation Five 4. game. It's a PlayStation Four remaster of a PlayStation Four game, which is. I, as I said, I don't mind remasters. They do it all the time. They port games onto new consoles. GTA 5 has been on, ported on every console. GTA 5 will get ported onto the next console with GTA 6 release. We know that GTA 6 is happening because they announced that. Yeah. But like, they'll port it onto another console. But at least with Rockstar, they're porting it onto new consoles and making it 
fit with that kind of line of thing. I've never really had a huge, I've never really heard any huge issues with them porting it from console to console. Um, but with this, this is an issue in terms of like, this is again a PS4 game running on PS for running for me on PS5 was like for me little difference. The frame rates haven't been put in yet, so we haven't seen any of the updates that have been introduced into it. Um, and like same with like just generally the Xbox as well. Like there's we're playing the same game on the same console. And I, I if anyone says to me, it's, uh, I think it's cash grab. I would agree with you. Like if you comment in the comments and say I'm completely wrong, I will agree with you. Obviously, as long as it's not malicious. But like you know, if you have a completely different opinion, I'm fine with you having that because I've seen people have very different experiences with it. So like my issue with this is like these are many, many, many issues. It's like one thing after another. Look how many segments we've had. I built these all around Michelle's tweets because I feel like his, his input was something that I really wanted to see and read. And obviously I hope that he, he, you know, he plays in, just gives his two cents on, on everything. Um, and it's just like, I, I was like, obviously picked up Phil Spears tweets because like there's so much damage control essentially on there of like things that are broken. This is an issue. That's an issue. You know, the, what, what are my highlights from it? The one, the, t- the three things I could really say to you that really sell it for me is like the facial animations, which is talked about great. Um, the bottles, for example, very subtle change and it's good kind of addition for a game. And then three is, um, you know, like some of the scenes are just so really more like hard hitting. They look so much better in the resolutions, but then not every scene's configured in that same way. Like some of the aesthetics are good. Some of them are like, I've got under this entire like formatting all the issues I got. So I look at this episode one rewind message at the beginning was stuck in the top left section. So like even when other coding was appearing, like I couldn't get rid of it. Um, yeah, that didn't happen for me. So <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, textures and visuals change at the end. Felt the quality drop. That was when the the lighthouse scene happened, and it literally shifted back almost to the original game. Um, mm-hmm. I told you about the characters' models at the end. Um, character models can be seen standing before low screen. You said about T models as well. We saw that um, loading scene at sequence at the beginning. Notice that episode two subtitle showing codes rather than um, subtitles. Glitchy opening. There was glitching everywhere. I saw scenes where like Max was stuttering so like before yeah. it actually got to a scene, which was a bit weird. Um, additional loading screens in episode three, I think. Uh, oh, this is the whole thing, man. Yeah, I picked out here one here, which is Max's character model was stuttering while fe- um, while in the water with. Um, oh no, sorry. Max's character model was stuttering while feeding water to disable Chloe feeding giving her water. Really? Yeah, it was like, it was jumping up and down. I, I tried to get a picture of it, but obviously it was jumping too fast to send to you. So like, yeah. um, and then in that episode as well, in that episode I had the glitch line as well, which I saw um, episode five, the credits were removed, which was that, no full run of credits. Um, so yeah, there was just, there was just issue after issue after issue. As I said, if I wouldn't host this podcast, run this channel with you, do this show with you, I would not be buying this. No, I've already told uh, a bunch of people that I know. It's like, hey, I, Life is Strange got remastered. Like, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm like, you picking up a PlayStation? They're like, yeah, don't. <laughs> like, just don't. Um, even on Xbox, like, as far as I, as far as I saw, it's pretty bug free. It's pretty polished on Xbox. I wouldn't even tell people to play this on Xbox, you know, especially with all the the bugs that I faced, you know, especially with that. Uh, especially with episode five, one of the most climactic episodes we've seen in a Life Strange game. Uh, I I would say no, not even for Xbox. And I've been praising it for no bugs, but, eh, you know, and it should have delayed this whole thing because, like, it's kind of weird that, like, we can imagine that Nintendo Switch was just a disaster. We can imagine that. They're like, oh, we're going to delay the Nintendo Switch one. But PlayStation was a disaster. Steam was a disaster. Xbox had its issues. But, like, I can understand with with Deck 9 that they already delayed 
something that was supposed to be all right. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this because we haven't touched before the storm. But apparently the outfit, the bonus outfit, if you pre-order the remaster collection with, the bonus outfit in Before the Storm was delayed. The outfit was delayed. The crypt keep an outfit that was a bonus is delayed. How, I I, um, I saw how was this whole game not delayed. <laughs> I, I did see that. I was just like, that's the point where I was like rolling my eyes. I was like, oh, the bonus outfit. I, I, I outfit an outfit an outfit an, an outfit, outfit for a I feel like I've said that enough time but I, you know an outfit for a video game which was meant to be remastered delayed god dang dude this is why I just feel like I'm just like sitting here with like that we were like we were kind of like just sitting there in DM back and forth and I was just there like mm-hmm. just like rolling my, my eyes I was just like I was like I, I never go with the attention even with True Cools like I was so critical at points in terms of like in the discussions we had and I feel like I'm actually in my opinion go back and playing it but then obviously when I had a conversation with Day like she kind of said she kind of said I understand why you come from like you know how you feel about it and like when I was playing this I was just like rolling my eyes like even beyond other people even obviously we haven't talked about you know the character models like you know some of the characters change like K looks very different looks more, looks more like Day from like yeah. one of her pictures like you know um, that doesn't really bother me some of those character models being changed it's like but then they don't upkeep so like in the resolution they're not the same so in oh, the same principal, principal wells got done dirty in yeah, this yeah, yeah. he did. got done dirty <laughs> yeah uh, Prince, Pompidou, but you know that's just my opinion you know yeah but principal wells didn't look good like there's some characters oh. who look, some characters look good but then they didn't maintain it throughout the entire thing that's what i mean yeah. it, keeps, it keeps dropping the frame rates keep dropping like the textures keep changing and i think like just Loading to strange. yeah like the, the only thing i could really think you could do with something like life is strange if anything is either a remaster it in terms of like just up the resolution like they do reports like blue came uh, blue point games did with some of the games where they re- up, up the resolution and then release it mm. or you remake it and it's like you, you basically have the other two because like as i said like that scale that i gave you the thing in the middle and it's too much messing around because you're yeah. doing too much stuff to it. And, it, and we've, we've seen, for example, with the GTA Definitive, Definitive Edition trilogy, whatever it's fucking called. Like, there are so many issues from that when they just up everything and like change certain things. And then like all the words and like the buildings and stuff like that, like they made no sense because they started like messing around with that. Um, and that in itself was such a disaster of a launch. I feel like this has really, really been bad for Square Enix for me. Yeah, no, it was... It's a disaster. Like, I'm mixed on it, but, like, for the PlayStation and the Steam and supposedly Nintendo Switch is just, it's bad. But, like, again, and in my first point, and I didn't really finish it, um, I, I can see why, like, an add-on for an actual game, I can see why that's, like, oh, this going to be a second delay for an add-on for an Ultimate Edition, you know? I can see why a publisher might be, like, ah, uh, No. It's like, put this out now. You know, it's kind of like, okay, can we meet in the middle? Because look at the Nintendo Switch. They're like, ah, even even Square Enix was like, you know what? Uh, you know what? Good call. Not the not a Nintendo Switch one. The rest of them, put them out there. But yeah. I can see why a second delay might be like a hard sell for a publisher, you know? Uh, yeah, and I feel like obviously we're going to talk about in the BTS episode, and like you said, the outfit is like ordering, I don't know, like, you know, a plate of fries and like, you know, um, a plate of fries with like you know chili on it, and get, and then they're saying, oh, we don't have the ranch dipping. We'll bring it over in ten minutes, and at that point, you've eaten all your we'll fries. Bring it over to you tomorrow. Yeah, essentially, yeah, and essentially, you've basically done all everything. You're like, right, okay, I'm not gonna really 
use this outfit now? Like, what what's the point? Um, yeah. Especially as you said, we, we know this game's being released. Well, like it's a brand new, brand new game in terms of like you know, first time ever coming out uh, BTS and like you know, and right. that's. Mm, am I right on that? Hold on. Let me just fact check myself. Yeah, double check it. I'm pretty sure someone has, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing something about an outfit and people being like, why is this outfit not accessing for me or something like that? So I kind of, I think you are right. But whilst you've checked, checked that, I do feel like that's one of the many issues. I've seen some of the screen grabs from BTS as well, which is like some of the characters with the googly eyes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I feel that's, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mm, I'm not finding anything specific about that, but yeah, I'm not finding anything specific. I'm just seeing like, oh, get uh, pre-order this and get the crypts um, outfit, the zombie crypt outfit. Pre-order and get the zombie crypt. I'm like, yeah, but like, is it delayed? Like, is it actually delayed? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, and I can't find. Like, I feel like, like um, I feel like we should oh, leave wait, it that though. Are you gonna- oh. Zombie Crypt. On what if I just looked up on Twitter because Twitter is going to be the one that tells me Zombie Crypt mm. outfits because Twitter's the one that's going to be like, "Hey man, why?" Um, As he found it. Well, down the bomb, and I keep referencing him because he just keeps putting up news. Um, I just realized they delayed the launch of the Zombie Crypt Chloe outfit. Wasn't even aware of that till I just saw a reply of one of my tweets. Then the issue of the Life Strange remaster. So he, yeah, like somebody said that, like somebody told him that it's delayed. So I guess because again, me and you haven't touched before the storm. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, Zombie Crypt outfits. Oh, it's from the comics. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, the Zombie mm-hmm. Crypt outfit is from the comics. But yeah, apparently it's delayed. I don't know when. It doesn't say, but it is delayed. We'll probably oh, find oh, out in the blog patch oh, from from Square Enix. Oh, here we go. This is from Square Enix itself. LifeIsStrange.com, Square Enix. <clears throat> so the pre-order for a Zombie Crypt Chloe outfit. We have become recently aware due to some last-minute issues that the pre-order bonus Zombie Crypt outfit for Chloe is missing from play- <laughs> from PlayStation and Stadia. Stadia or Stadia um, versions of Life is Strange Before the Storm remastered. All customers who pre-ordered the game up until 8 a.m. PST on the day of launch, we'll receive an outfit in... <laughs> ah, so for you, for PlayStation, okay. Let me read that again. All customers who pre ordered the game on the day of launch will receive an outfit DLC entitlements. Hmm. Um, once an upcoming patch is, 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 is issued, and we stress your entitlement is not affected. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience for your first experience with the game. So I bet if I go into Xbox, it will be for me. I get the zombie crypt and PlayStation and Stadia players um, are, are done. <laughs> Well, yeah, study of players should have been done a long time ago. But I feel like um, I feel like we should draw um, yeah, an end to the episode here because I feel I like obviously leave that little bonus. Yeah, because like, obviously we will we will be back with a fun and steady episode for BTS. I'm sure because we've only had one experience, and I imagine we'll probably loop in our Life is Strange one. Oh yeah, um, Life is Strange one uh, feedback in there. See how the full picture paints out. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been long anticipated. I didn't think it would be anywhere near as long as it has been, but obviously there's been so much to talk about. Um, yeah. As we said before, if you are watching on YouTube, we are on podcast feeds. So we're on Spotify, you know, Anchor, 
Apple Podcasts, we're on there, so you can listen to us via that. Or if you're on those podcast services, you can come to play one versus the world and watch some video version. We have all, and we're going to continue to change. We will be changing on the uh, recording feeds that we're going to do in the next couple of months um, because this has been a bit of a disaster Zoom calls all we've been doing, <laughs> which you'll probably see like there'll be some cuts, but it's just been one of those. Um, but yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Please do let us know what you think of the Life is Strange 1 remastered collection. Are you enjoying it? Do you not like it? Are you mixed? Give us your thoughts. I always like to see other people's opinions. Um, but yeah, we will catch you in two weeks and we'll be there for BTS Remastered Collection. Until then, guys, take care. See you.